Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. My dear magic makers, you're listening to episode 36, Happy Summer Solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, and a big old welcome to cancer season. Today, I've got your dive into cancer energies, and as always, whatever else wants to be heard in this episode, we let it roll through. As an intuitive psychic channel and an all-around cosmic witch, I am a conduit for messaging. For each and every season. (laughs) A very quick witchy unicorn PSA. This is an episode to potentially take notes on. It's an energetic overview with guidance for the next four months, June 21st through September 23rd, 2023. It's also an episode you may want to revisit each month in this season. And I know it sounds like a lot of listening but multiple times is so empowering. As you discover how these channeled messages actually play out in your life, it helps our energies sink and aids in your ability to synthesize and utilize these readings as coaching or actual mentoring, rather than just adding more noise to your life. I suggest listening again mid-July, mid-August, and mid-September. You can mark your calendars for the 12th to the 15th each month if that is helpful. Because I know me, if I don't put it in my calendar, then it does not get done. But if I make a little note and I'm like, hmm, you know, somewhere around those days, you're like, maybe I'll lean into that again if things are feeling kind of messy or um, cryptic. (laughs) Cryptic is the word right now, I think. Um, And so the magic spark is intended to light that spark in you to have topics, language, phrasing, and offerings that help you make your breakthrough and go, that's what needs to happen. What can I take action on? Here's where this is going. And now I feel more supported and not alone. And yes, the more time you spend with me in these readings and in the Unicorn Wellness Studio, the more our energies soup and stir together and the more potent the readings become for you individually because it's magic. Um, But you'll definitely, I hear this feedback all the time from members and listeners that they're like, I really felt like that reading was exactly for me. It's everything that's going on. And it becomes clearer and clearer over time. And again, it's energetics. They're not separate. We are genuinely connected as a community. All listeners here are, and we are moving in each other's, you know, uh, auric spaces for sure. So it's a thing. (laughs) I love to hear from you all. So if you're having the thing happen, make sure to reach out. Let me know. Uh, I think the emails down below in the show notes. Um, and you can always find me on Instagram, Tandy underscore Gutierrez and over on Facebook at unicorn wellness studio. So these forecasts are meant to offer insight, clarity, and support on how we move through each season's particular energies at play. 
to harness, to balance, to harmonize and heal and to no longer be capsized, surprised or stuck or still dying on the same hill. There's no way out but through in each season. So let's hold hands and move through it together with support, shall we? Um, My personal mission is to hold space for humans to step into the fullest authenticity of their soul in this lifetime. I want you all to feel supported, to not feel alone, and to actually make progress in every aspect of your life um, and how it expresses itself through loving yourself without conditions. Unconditional love, empowerment, and manifestations. I want this for you. My personal mission is to help members and clients live a life by design that is deeply rooted in their personal integrity, intellect, and intuition. This combination is the magic of a 3D incarnation. I'm here to help humans live an equally practical and magical life. So let's begin. The summer solstice will take place today if you're listening in real time, the day this is published. It will happen on Wednesday, June 21st, 2023 in the Northern Hemisphere. A solstice is one of two times a year when the sun's path is farthest north or south, depending on which equator, from the Earth's equator. And it sounds like magic already, right? When the sun is farthest north from the Earth's equator here in the Northern Hemisphere, we welcome summer and in the south, they welcome winter. For those listening, not in the Northern Hemisphere, the seasons are different, but the energies of the astrology, the zodiac, and the channel guidance, they are all the same. So as always, take what resonates with you, leave the rest. There are always magic sparks here for everyone. And so because I'm in the Northern Hemisphere, I'm going to say summer a lot, but I try to say season and just know that the messaging, the energetics is for you. If you were with me as a listener last year, thank you. You might remember that it wasn't about a hot girl summer in the Northern Hemisphere. It was about a hot hermit summer. Now this year, the channeled insight coming through, it thinks is real funny. My guides and guardians are sometimes like, we're just going to be so funny. And I'm like, really y'all? Okay. Because this year what's being offered up and coming through is hot witches summer. And what does that mean? You may ask. I mean, I asked as it moved through (laughs) It means this next season is a time of brewing your magic. It's not particularly a time of healing, but of gathering and essentially stashing energy. So it's such a visual representation as this rolls through. And I I want to be able to communicate it so that you all can see it, feel it, hear it, taste it, smell it, like really own it because this message is so big, so loud, so strong. And so this is really the channeled information for us for this season, right? And it's all about imagining putting like gold stars in a bank all summer long and each 
star is not a coin per se, but it's an energetic resource. I mean, coins are energetic resources. So you know what? Use use the coins, whatever works in your head. Um, but it's not about spending them. Okay. So this season says don't make big wishes or bet on major manifestations or even try to push for bigger goals. And you're like, what the, what the hell are you here for then? If you're not going to tell us to push for the bigger goals, I'm like, y'all, I'm the conduit. Hang in there. It says grow your capacity, stash your magic, sit on it and bolster your coffers. Okay. So this hot, which is summer is like all about your frequency, all about your energy. Okay. And so it says, meditate. It definitely says, get on the mat. Fuel with intention and pleasure to bolster and flourish from the inside out, right? This is also pushing us to read books, get in nature, hang with friends, and to enjoy yourself because the best magic comes from pleasure, fun, love, and joy. Now, we can manifest on rage and anger. My mentees are like, oh, girl, we're so tired of hearing you say it. It's so powerful, right? Lilith and Hecate are my homegirls, and I am all about connecting to rage and anger as a conduit of transformation and change. And you can manifest from there, and sometimes we're going to be guided to do that. That is not what this summer is about, <laughs> okay? Then when the temperatures heat up, we can move towards like, ooh, frustration and anger, because everything's a little hot and surly and bubbly here in the Northern Hemisphere. And yet, it's saying it's not that time. Okay, this is about pleasure. This is about joy. This is about peace. This is about calm. This is about strategy. This is about foundations. This is about like, you're going to be able to manifest better, but you need a little pile of the energy first. Okay, so it says enjoy yourself, but don't roll off the rails, you know, of reckless abandon. This isn't a hedonist summer. Nope, it's not. Bolster yourself with the things that you love, that expand your heart and your mind, that are playful, that are silly, that are nourishing and, and fun for your inner child. Lean into the care of yourself as a pleasure practice. Oh, there's a big one, y'all. Even for my OGs over on unicornwellnessstudio.com, right? Because as a culture, we still see self-care as a fucking to-do. It's it's just one more thing I have to do. It's so exhausting. It's so depleting. Oh, no, 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 it's not. Now, it can be. I understand the feeling. I am human too. I am a parent. I am a mother. I am a co-parent. I am a business partner. And I say all the time, I find it fucking exhausting to be human, right? I feel like it takes me so much alone time and care of myself to replenish the coffers. Like humaning is hard, okay? And I know how a self-care practice can really feel like an, oh my God, I have to do this. And it's a draining me practice. And if that's what your self-care practice is generating is a wrong one, is a wrong one. Okay. Or, or your mindset is simply stuck in an old cognitive pattern 
in that groove in your neurons, in your brain. It's just running the same groove of no pain, no gain. If I don't sweat, it's not a, a workout. If it isn't hard, I haven't earned it. We don't play that way around here, right? So this is a summer of leaning into care of yourself as a pleasure practice rather than the draining to do on the list that keeps lingering. Now, this is a whole other podcast all of its own, right? Sometimes the doing of the self-care does feel like a lot, but I would say that that typically signals and triggers. We never witnessed anyone do it. We haven't had modeled behavior of anyone do it. Because we haven't witnessed it, it feels heavy and, and convoluted. And it feels hard because we've had no teachers in it, right? And so then it's like feeling like we have to figure out how to do it on our own. <laughs> and then it becomes hard. But really, it's the narrative. It's the story that starts in our brain that's exhausting, not necessarily the doing thing. Because the idea of a self-care practice is that once you're doing it, it is a strange magic. When you take time out to meditate, I don't know how this works, but it does it every time. And I get caught in it too. It actually gives you more time in the day. And you're like, how did that happen? I wasn't doing it before and everything felt chaotic. But then I take the time out to meditate and all of a sudden the day runs more smoothly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you have downregulated your sympathetic nervous system because you are more grounded, because you are more present, and because you are more focused. It then doesn't take as much energy or focus to do the things that need to be done because you prep for them in meditation. And the same thing holds true for your mat practice, okay? That it pays you back. Like a self-care practice really does pay you back. And it is it does require effort. And there can still be other triggers and blocks to why it's not happening. And for those deeper ones, we address those in magical mentoring or in group mentoring. But the nutshell offered to the entire community in this podcast is if your self-care feels like, a, oh, my God, and you're dreading it, then you may need to switch it up. And believe me, I know what I'm saying here because so many of you are members on the mat at unicornwellnessstudio.com and you're like, uh, I dread it. But actually, I don't hear members say that so much. That's the interesting thing. I hear you all say, I love it so much. I just never get there, right? And I think you all know who our members are like, when I get there, actually all the things you're saying are true. It's the block and the hurdle to it. And, and part of it just starts in this perception, right? of it just seems like another thing to do. But how can we bring pleasure to that practice? How can we reframe it? How can we rethink it, right? As care of the self, getting on the mat, hydrating your body, doing your meditation, balancing your checkbook. It's not a thing that just really dated me, but taking care of your finances. These are self-care practices, right? Cleaning up the mess, that's been sitting there for months. Now, I'm not throwing shade at anybody who is neurofestive or ADHD that is like, I want to do the thing, but I can't do the thing because I'm neurofestive too. I just have a lot of coping mechanisms at this point and used to be really good at masking. Um, and 
when we tend to those things that are really nagging us, draining the battery, you know, I always say they're like the app and, you know, that's running on the back of your phone. They're just draining the fucking battery. There are things in your life that are small things that are draining your battery and they're generating shame. And actually, if you would do them, they are acts of self-care that then lighten the load overall. And you're like, whoa, I just did it. I didn't have to dread it. And now I feel amazing. These are the places and spaces we want to get to, right? And so this is where it speaks to like willpower versus why power. Again, all other podcast someday, maybe. But your why power is going to get you through things. Willpower only lasts so long. And sometimes we got to use it, but it doesn't create a lifestyle practice, right? And that's where the hiccup is, is like, I want to practice self-care, but I don't have a lifestyle of that. This is still like an offstanding to the side feels extra, right? It's not extra y'all care of yourself is the game. It is a patriarchal culture, a capitalist culture, a misogynist, racist culture that says it's your side hustle to take care of yourself. But taking care of yourself has even deeper connotations of like, like all the humaning, right? So just here today that this hot, which is summer, is about leaning into care of yourself in pleasurable ways and trying to find a way or allowing it to just be that caring for yourself is the directive. It's not the side hustle. It's not the extra thing dragging you down. And when you can find your way towards some simple, consistent practices, right, that become your lifestyle, they reward you day of doing them. This is what I love so much about working out, getting on the mat, lifting heavy things, because you are immediately rewarded with better mood and better energy from simply showing up, literally. Now, I know also the feedback and the kickback on that. You're like, actually, I didn't feel better. Brought up all this shit. And then I feel bad because I can't do it the way you're doing it. Or I used to be able to do it and I can't. Now, that's real too. That's somatics. That's an energetic purge of things you've been holding in your vessel that are being released because of your time on the mat or because of your body movement. This is actually really constructive too. If you can stay present with yourself lean into some journaling and go, what is this teaching me? Where did this come from? Or just let it roll through. You know what? That's what's moving through today. And I have those feelings and I'm going to think about those things, but they don't have to take up my whole day. Right. Okay. Slight side quest and all of that, but it's a big topic, right? This season is this very interesting blend of being very present, playful and pleasurable with a mission that come fall, okay, or spring in the Southern Hemisphere, in the next season, you're, we are all going to be well bolstered for whatever wish, intention, spell, or goal we feel called to make and make good on, okay? So there is maintenance here. There is also massive frequency expansion here. So there is this philosophy, right? Like, I'm sure some of y'all have heard it like with athletes where they don't have sex before a game. And there's this concept that it's, it's storing all of this energy 
right? That they can then use to focus to play the game. Okay. So there is a little bit of that essence in the summer of like, don't go making a million wishes, setting spells and these big intentions, because you're going to drain the energetic bank balance, so to speak. And the universe is saying very clearly and distinctly, keep putting it in savings. Don't use it yet. Like, and this is for big things, right? If you are used to setting intentions or casting a spell every new moon or every full moon, whatever floats your boat, it's kind of like, don't, don't do it yet. Now, there's no right way to be a witch. So if you feel called to cast and something's very important resonating with you, yes. And the universe is also signaling you're going to want that magic, that energy that build up for later okay so if you listen to the episode about this year actually both episodes 2023 both the gregorian and astrological new year so that would have been january or march of this year i talked about how 2023 is slated to bring us more healing abundance joy pleasure calm and peace than we've ever known before we are in the window now with this seasonal shift okay does it mean things are easy and smooth sailing perhaps for some but likely not entirely right my community and listeners clients and members well our energetics seem to be massively pushing us for healing and for us to blossom into the next up levels, right? And for us to do that, to get to the next up level, because we've had quite a few, will need to have truly moved through some old past lessons and will need to be taking new and different actions as well as moving and responding in healthier and more equitable ways, signaling to the universe that we have healed, that we understand where we needed growth or surrender, and we are now willing and showing up like the energetic badasses we are, okay? So this season marks an opportunity to walk our talk in bigger and more consistent ways, right? It's all well and good to talk the talk. And my mentees are like getting dragged by this right now, especially in Gemini season, right? Like it is good to understand cerebrally and to communicate and to verbally process it. It is important, okay? And it's one thing to do that, okay? It's another thing, you know, to spiritually bypass, be positive and grateful. But it's quite another to accept situations, past or present, whatever they are, constructive or non, and take constructive action that signals to the universe, I have grown. I put myself on the scales of fairness, of being seen, of equity, and I navigate based on my intellect, intuition, and heart equally. I tend to desires and dreams as equally as I take care of my food, my water, and my shelter, right? There is messaging here of I remystify my life and become and welcome magic in, and I am super practical and handle the numbers, the data, and the doing. I no longer play small. I'm ready 
for my life by design. And to be clear, this magical life by design, this is a grand title, but it doesn't need to mean it's fanciful or adrenaline-infused, right? Your most magical life might be downright boring to someone else. But beautiful, calm foundations may sound boring to a celebrity-obsessed culture. But it may very well be your deepest desire. Your wish is yours. It's all you. It's your deepest heart's desire. It's your soul calling. It gives no fucks and accepts no side eye, and it does not receive feedback from anyone. It's between you and the goddesses, between you and the universe, no one else. It might include others, but before you even reach that point, it's between you and the magic. And the magic is you, right? So it's between you and you. So this summer, do the things that make you feel witchiest and powerful and peaceful and empowered and sexy and sensual and pleased and like the person you most want to be. How do you grow into the person you want to be? Well, we think about it. We actually dream it up. We might even journal it out. And then what do we do? Fake it till we make it. This magical version of ourself, it's in there. It just needs practice to fully evolve, right? So there is so much to faking it till you make it. Like you can stop yourself and go, <laughs> okay. So you know how in Magical Mentoring, we always ask what would Lilith do, right? There's really only one question in life, in my opinion. What would Lilith do, right? And so when we're trying to grow into the person we want to be, we, one, have to know who that is, right? Like, what are their attributes? Like, what is the, dare I say, perfect version of ourselves, right? Let's be honest about the way the, our brains work. And then when you have to make decisions or when you have to show up or when you have to respond or reply to something, stop and ask, what does that dream version of you what is that wise version of you what is that future version of you how does she show up how does he show up how do they show up and then do that thing so actually in some ways you know growing into the person we want to be is simple it's not necessarily easy because then you got to do the things right life progress healing it is about taking action. It's not just about thinking about it. It is not just about talking about it. That shit actually gets you nowhere. Now, that's a little bit of a lie. I just lied. Thinking about it does get you somewhere. You go, oh, I know that now. Okay? But it doesn't change anything until you take action on it. So lean deeper into this this summer your hot witch's summer, what does the witchiest version of yourself mean? And if witchy doesn't resonate, one, what are you doing here? Two, you can replace it with empowered, right? Or your fantasy version. But who do you want to grow into? Then start thinking, what's the decision? What's the choice? What's the action they would take? 
and do it. I'm not saying your voice isn't going to shake and I'm not saying it won't feel scary or unfamiliar, unknown. I'm just saying it is worth it. So what does your inner witch need in order to grow? That's a question to ask this June, July, and August. But, and, make sure you're not just asking. Take action when the insight comes, okay? So these are the main messages of this summer season in the Northern Hemisphere, winter in the Southern. Don't go making a million wishes or casting a ton of spells. Store up your frequency for when the universe directs us to focus and take laser aim on our next big manifestation. Okay. And one powerful, very simple way to amplify your capacity to manifest. <laughs> Shameless plug. Here we go. Swap or supplement your typical workouts for my Witches Work Signature Series. This collection of 30-minute Pilates-based focused workouts, they are all about igniting, amplifying, and expanding your ability to manifest while balancing equal strength and mobility, your personal cauldron, hips, pelvis, pelvic floor, deep core, and low back. Now, it's going to be a full body workout no matter what, because that's what Pilates is about. And it's what I teach, but it does have a hyper focus on this area. Hello, personal cauldron. Hello, brewing more magic. <laughs> okay. So witches work digs deep into the practical and energetic tools to balance the root, the sacral, and solar plexus energy centers, or as most people know them, the chakras. These energetic centers speak to our ability to feel safe and take up space in this lifetime, the root, to our joy, passion, enthusiasm, and creativity and pleasure, sacral, as well as our confidence to step into our true place in the sun through constructive willpower, the solar plexus. Okay. And this signature series is available to everyone. It's a standalone series you can purchase to work with. You do not need to be a member of unicornwellnessstudio.com to access this. And members of Unicorn Wellness Studio will need to purchase this in addition to their membership if y'all don't already have it. Okay. So if it calls to you, the link below is in the show notes with the full details there. But one simple way. So bolster your magic and your frequency is to be doing witch's work as your workouts or adding them supplementally to your current workouts this summer. Now back to cancer season. Cancer season runs June 21st to July 22nd. Okay. So let's talk cancer basics because the summer solstice occurs when the sun enters cancer, the fourth sign of the zodiac chart. Cancer is the crab of the chart. It's a cardinal water sign ruled by the moon. Ooh, the feels, y'all. And it's represented by the chariot card in the tarot. So let's take a hot second to pause on this because this means more this year. If you're following along in my newsletter, on Instagram, stories, or in magical mentoring, you know this is important because the chariot is the card of the year this year 2023 
Back in the summer of 2022, I let you know here on the pod that last summer was foreshadowing this entire year. So number one, think back. What was going on last summer winter, depending on your hemispheres, (laughs) for you? Number two, do some leaning into my deep dive into the chariot if you bought the masterclass earlier this year. And if you didn't, I'm so sorry. It's not currently available. Um, If I have time to do a bonus episode on it here on the podcast, I will. Uh, I'll try to drop some love on the chariot card um, in Instagram stories as well in the next two weeks. But here's a tiny dive to get you going, or maybe it's all you need. The chariot offers a heavy dose of both the feminine uh, and masculine divine feminine and masculine energies in really unique ways. It offers us the driver's seat in this lifetime. If, and when we can overcome our overgiving martyrdom habits, as well as our habits of force-based willpower or our damn wounds of worthiness, it's a synthesis of feminine and masculine In many ways, it's completely fluid, non-binary energy in its exaltation. It says, I have reclaimed all of my fragments and parts, the full spectrum. And I use what I need when I need it. And I am who I am when I feel it. You will not put me in a box. You will not define me. And I don't need to define myself on one side or the other of the spectrum. The chariot. It puts us in the driver's seat and says, drive your lane or change lanes. It's up to you, boo. It calls us to up our capacity to harmonize ourselves from the inside out. Y'all, the reasons we're not going anywhere, that we're stuck, the call is always coming from inside the house. Is you, boo. Is me. What are we going to do about it? Right? Schedule the (laughs) tune-up, schedule the trade-in, and map the adventure. It's time to move out of the driveway. Um, The chariot season and the chariot card is all about short trips. Think road trips, vehicles, lots of driving, going somewhere versus stalling out. And it is sometimes about getting mm, more... Like instead of being grand, so we were talking about our life by design and like, what is the life we really want to live? And people think that this has to be so epic. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's just what brings you pleasure? What resonates with your soul? What allows you to take up space and feel safe and feel abundant? That looks really different for everyone, right? And so that we can think about this in terms of travel as well. Like this isn't about going overseas, whichever sea that is. This is about getting in the car, getting in the bus, getting on a train and going, where are some of the places near me that I've never explored and I've never seen, right? And this also speaks to doing the same thing on the insides of ourselves. What are areas and aspects of myself I've never explored or that I've never seen, right? The chariot is number seven in the major arcana in the tarot. It's a transition from the outside to the inside, okay? It begins a new glow up. It's a test. And I know so many spiritualists do not prescribe to this language, but it's true. The info you have gathered, the work that you've done, the healing you've invested in, it signals, the chariot, a time to apply said lessons and tools. So the universe will provide a, hey, we're going to have this scenario come up again. 
what are you going to do with this this time? Okay. So that's a little ditty on the chariot. Let's go back to pure Cancerian energies. Cancer's mantra is I feel. Okay. So it is a water sign. It's going to be all the emotions. Y'all get ready. Cancer is great at loving, supporting, and nourishing things. Its base energy, like the, the theme of it, is soft. It's subtle. It's sweet. It carries an amazing capacity to truly harmonize our humanness, our humanity, right, with our divinity. Cancer, it really truly is wired to care. Okay, so in balance, cancer is the great mother energy. It's also the crab of the chart, which I think is funny because when moms are crabby, right? It's like because we're overworked and we're responsible for too many things and we just need a little time alone. The crab of the chart scuttles between the ocean and the sand, earth and water. Okay, so earth being the human, 3D, and water being the psychic, intuitive, healing, knowing, softness right? And again, the earth, that 3D implementation of work, effort, bolstering, nourishing, doing. So it says to generate good humans above all else. That's what cancer wants, right? And cancer is known as the great mother energy. Imbalance that starts with ourselves, with self-care and boundaries, and dare I say, balanced flow of work and rest, giving and receiving, in order to lead by example, to model healthy, constructive behaviors, to teach, to nourish, to hold space, support, and help others, right? So this gets big because when we hear mother energy, we will all naturally, inherently divert to our mothers. Please don't. Yet, <laughs> when it comes to cancer energy, because... At its essence, it's about nourishing, bolstering, supportive energies. What does it take to get something to grow, right? So think of it in terms of gardening, right? If we divert automatically to our own personal mothers, that might work really well for some of us. Like some of y'all may have had the most amazing moms, but some of us didn't. And so it becomes triggering and like, I don't want to go to that softness. I don't want to figure out if I'm taking care of myself. I don't know. Mm, that is not a safe space, right? So be gentle as we delve into these energies, okay? So I've always told the story that the great, you know, mother energy, cancer energy is like you show up, the, the mom, <laughs> I don't know about you that I wish I had, right? That you show up and you're crying and you're telling the story and it's like, this went wrong. This is really terrible and I feel really awful. And 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 cancer says, give it to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold it all. I'm gonna hear it all and I'm gonna hug you. And I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I'm going to find your favorite comfort food. And then I'm gonna put you on the couch and I'm gonna tuck you in and I'm gonna give you the carton of ice cream and I'm gonna hand you the spoon. And you're gonna Netflix binge for like four days. And we feel held and we feel seen and we don't feel judged. And we're like, oh, okay, well, I feel a little lighter because I purged that. Great. Four days later, cancer comes back and says, I totally heard what you're going through. And I'm so sorry you're having to move through this. 
and this is where you're responsible and complicit and 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 a part of this this is the bullshit that you need to go clean up fix handle or participate in i'm gonna get off my fucking couch put all this shit away clean it all up and go handle it and when you're done you come back we're gonna hug we're gonna celebrate uh we're gonna eat more food that's amazing <laughs> okay right so in balance cancer really does have good advice a wise eye right a very like clear hand of of tough love and yes and <laughs> right we take what we learned from gemini the yes and and we apply it into the human and emotional aspect but all water signs are aiming to heal right? So we're trying to make something better because healing means to make better. Now in imbalance, cancer energy straight up becomes the martyr. The imbalance says, I have to do everything for everybody because A, no one else is capable. Spoiler alert, it's not true. We're just being control freaks. B, no one cares. C, no one ever shows up for me. D, I don't communicate my needs or set boundaries. Ding, ding, ding. We must all learn to recruit help, to take things off our plate, simply admit certain things aren't that important, and no one is actually going to die if they don't get done or don't get done a certain way, okay? So if I were to throw a little shade here, I'd offer that Cancerian energy in imbalance, not in its glorious exaltation, okay? Though it is the great mother energy of the chart, in imbalance, it can be emotionally immature, Thinking that worth and love are earned or that someone's magically coming to take care of them or of things. It runs both routes as it's a water sign and can run the rails of too dreamy, escapism or delusion or how things actually get handled, right? So every sign has an imbalance and a side we don't want to consider and think about. But in healing work, all the goods or in the stuff we don't want to talk about or we don't want to admit, okay? Now, I have can't, uh, a Pisces moon. I have a water moon. So I get it. Like, these are very similar. We're like, oh, this is embarrassing. I don't want to admit this is true. But the minute we go, mm-hmm, yep, I would really like somebody to come in and solve this. So I'm just, I'm being passive aggressive. I'm complaining. I'm whining. I'm acting super immature. And guess what? I'm a grown-up now. I am just contributing to things. I'm just making it last longer. So how can I be present? How can I recruit help? How can I let some things go in order to move through whatever is happening? Okay. So cancer rules the chest, the stomach, the womb, and the breasts. When we talk about cancer in relationship to self-care, to wellness, um, we're going to be working with releasing guilt, cultivating a fair emotional labor load, boundaries, codependency, focusing on relationships more than focusing on yourself, giving up your power, right? And this will always, when cancer is present, have a call to the mother wound. Okay. And so again, we don't, the goal is never to demonize our mothers and the mother wound deserves its own episode as well. It just hasn't moved through yet. Right. But this is not about blaming our moms for 
anything that went sideways. We are all just humans doing the very best we can. And some of the very best just isn't great, but it is it is what it is, right? So this season can have a softness to it that feels very like yummy, but it can also trigger these wounds of worthiness that may have been brewed from the mother wound because this is, we all come from a mother, okay? So for members of unicornwellnessstudio.com in this cancer season, members will see more chest and shoulder work to open up and strengthen our heart and throat chakras to keep or to get us into empowerment through boundaries and self-love rather than hiding in relationships and codependency or simply loving others without an equitable balance of receiving, okay? Members will also be working with shoulder flossing, hug the floor, clam shells, and my signature crab series, because I love an on-the-nose pun, to generate fluid strength, to know when to give and when to take, or if you don't like that language, when to receive, okay? Because what we learn on the mat absolutely influences our life off the mat in conscious and, and unconscious ways. So we know that every one of the 30-minute workout videos on the site is infused with a energetic healing. You can call it Reiki healing, whatever language works for you. And so it is a clean sweep of energetics to sift and sort and to move things out to get them into healthier places and spaces. It's somatic work. It's looking for the release. And the things we learn there that we strengthen, that we're empowered by, it influences what we're able to do off the mat in all of those ways, body, mind, and spirit, energetics, frequency, and even our thoughts, right? When we are in trust of our body, when we strengthen our body, when we generate mobility and flexibility in our body, it actually contributes to generating those things outside as well. Like it hits our energetics. We're not separate. We're a holistic system. So Cancerian energy is fierce because I threw some shade earlier, but it's fierce once it knows how to set and keep boundaries, um, when to care for the self versus others, and when to be honest about how sensitive they really are and what kinds of action and boundaries it will take to keep them stable and safe, right? So energetically, we always tend to all seven traditional energy centers, chakras. This cycle pays extra attention to the heart and the throat. Okay. So saying it again, cancer is the great mother energy of the chart. We all come from a mother and it will always bring up issues of the mother wound. Okay. This whole topic of the mother wound requires its own space, but for most of our community, you'll know what this means. And if you'd like to discuss it further with me or ask questions, please pop into my DMS. Um, or a post over on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. I want to be in conversation with these things with you all. My mentees, they know this is inherent to the work that we do in magical mentoring. And this season, it's just going to poke at it because it's just time, right? So this season will always have us between hiding and healing. Remember the scuttling crap, okay? This is a time of invoking a staycation. <laughs> Even if it's only a day, 
you know, or a couple days or a week, cancer loves its home and needs to love it. You know, take an edit on the space that you live in. Does it need a revamp, a refresh, or do you need to actually move? So this can just be about rearranging things that are already there. This is not about a spend sort of situation, but this is about taking stock of the place that I'm currently in. Do I love it? What's working for me? What's not? Because Cancerian energy feeds off of its home. It's really important. Okay. So it's time to get real and honest about this as well. Okay. So this is also a time of getting on the mat. I mean, when is it not? Honestly, it's the foundation of the work that I teach and the work that I teach in the space that I hold works because we're in the vessel, but this is a time to signal to your vessel and to the energy that you are worth physical care. And I know everyone always says you can't pour from an empty cup, but I see people all the time saying that, and they are still trying to squeeze Earl Grey from bone dry China. So don't be doing that. Also, on that note, get hydrated. Water signs need major hydration. Okay. And if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, the temperatures are already crazy, crazy. Hello, global warming. Um, so stay hydrated. Get hydrated. Stay hydrated. Um, lean into water energy. This can be done in lots of ways. So glamour magic, wear light blues and turquoise, listen to water sounds. Now this is not glamour magic. This is just functional um, for meditation or visit or get in bodies of water. And yes, your shower and your tub count. Okay. So wear or diffuse Elang Elang. This is a heart healer, okay, as well as it supports from chronic fatigue. It's the overgiver's little helper. So yes, it's an essential oil. Yes, there's aromatherapy bonuses here. Yes, there are some medicinal aspects. We're really working the magical aspects here. Okay. So if you know that you run the rails of people pleasing, caregiving, and martyrdom, get you some Elang Elang. Um, this is also a time of eating cooling foods, things from the ocean, seaweed, fish, as well as broths, cold soups, and any and all greens, particularly cabbage and microgreens are calling, which I thought was really interesting. Okay. Um, this is a time of working with Larimer healing crystal. Um, it's known as a dolphin stone and it reminds us to keep calm and keep swimming, um, with a balance of playfulness and intellect. So particularly those, particularly with those that we love and trust in our families and our families. So remember when we're talking family, not all families are healthy, right? Some of them are downright toxic. Um, families are chosen family as well. So, you know, this can be a season of really connecting with people in loving, supportive, homey family ways. But this is not locked into a binary or a cultural aspect of who your family is by blood. Not at all. Please don't do that. Like go towards the people that you feel seen and held and loved, nurtured and bolstered by. So when it comes to cancerian energy, think bolstering, nurturing, and generating good humans, which also includes calling them out. But people who can receive that and who will also equally give that, okay? 
It's also a massive time of meditation. It's a water sign. It's highly intuitive. It's highly psychic. And you want to be in connection and plugging in to that dynamic. Now, do all of our messages come when we're meditating? No, absolutely not. I wish they did, but they don't. But when you meditate, it signals to the universe, I have plugged in. I am open to receive. I am setting myself at the altar of the universe because I've like, it's like a recharge. It's showing me, you know, a, a cell phone plugging itself into recharge. Like you're connecting. Okay. Now, when you connect your phone and charge your phone, is that always when the calls come in? No. Right. You're charging it so that it is not dead and busted when the calls and the messages come in. Okay. So meditate. Um, and the last one on the list this season is to pull tarot cards. Uh, maybe lean into a one a day poll and just jot or journal what it means to you, or just think about it. Ground all the feels. Um, magic and healing want to come through in this season, right? And so tarot is so powerful and helpful to ground it. So because cancer is a water sign, right? Sometimes it gets a little too dreamy, a little too flowy, a little too weepy. You know, it, it can just have a hard time being contained or grounded, right? Because the nature of water. But that's what's so beautiful about cards. I mean, it could be an oracle card also because you just need to get it grounded. And for me, that's what I find that tarot does. It just opens the door and makes something a little more solidified as the messages that want to get through. Okay. So please remember, we all have cancer in our charts somewhere. Even if you don't have celestial bodies in that part of your astrological natal chart, that doesn't matter. It's still in one of the houses of your chart. We are still all working with it somewhere, okay? So it's we're all working with it. It's just in different ways. So remember, lots of remembering. <laughs> This is our cancer season deep dive, um, but it's also offered as an energetic forecast for this season. When in doubt in June, July, and August, lean into these tactics above and lean into the energetics of what we talked through about Hot Witches Summer, okay? Um, UnicornWellnessStudio.com members also have an offering in their library in the astrology section titled Zodiac Basics cancer. So you can snag more cancer wisdom there. As always, I hope this resonates. Take what works for you, leave the rest, and make sure to listen to episode 37 tomorrow if you're listening in real time, or simply the episode directly after this one for our five-card seasonal tarot forecast for the summer. Whew, that was a mouthful. And yes, the five card seasonal forecast counts for our reading for cancer season as well. Okay. So thank you for spending this time with me. I'm so grateful you listen and I hope these offerings guide, protect, expand, and mature in the wisdom ways of deep loving transformational magic does for you. I love you so very much. Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. 
The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. And make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts with just that 